This is Fresh Air. I'm Terry Gross. Lawsuits over the upcoming presidential election are already being filed. My guest, President Jimmy Carter, has monitored elections around the world through the Carter Center. He told me that if the United States were a foreign country that asked him to monitor the election, he would have to decline because we don't fulfill the Carter Center's criteria for fair elections. We'll talk with President Carter about the U.S. elections in a moment. Along with President Ford, he co-chaired the National Committee on federal election reform, which was established in response to the 2000 election. President Carter turned 80 this year. Two years ago, he won the Nobel Peace Prize. His Carter Center has worked in more than 65 countries, helping to promote human rights, strengthen democracy, and prevent disease. His latest book, The Hornet's Nest, is his first novel. It's just come out in paperback. It's set in the South during the Revolutionary War. The main character, Ethan Pratt, is a shoemaker's son who moves from Philadelphia to North Carolina and is at first reluctant to fight in the war. You know, we think of the Civil War as being a very divisive war because the country was divided against itself, and in some places families were divided. But you've pointed out that the Revolutionary War was even more divisive. It was much more. If you look back at history, every other war in which we fought had a geographical division, obviously Vietnam and Korea and the First and Second World Wars in Europe. And the Civil War was divided along the Mason-Dixon line. Not, not absolutely, but if you lived north of there, you were likely to be a Yankee. If you lived south, you were likely to be a Confederate. There was no geographical division at all in the, in the Revolutionary War. The division came inside families, where a few, very few at first, and then more and more as time went on, uh, citizens who had been devoutly committed before God through oath, loyal to their king, one by one decided to take up weapons against their own government and became revolutionaries, or maybe even they would call them terrorists. And, and, and when they made that decision, which was very traumatic for them, the first thing they did was find themselves on the battlefield fighting against their own fathers or their own brothers. Have you asked yourself, if you were, if you were living in the colonies and you were somebody who had sworn your loyalty to the King of England, but the Revolutionary War was starting, if you could have, if you would have been capable of breaking that pledge and siding with the revolutionaries. What would I do? Yeah, what would you do? Do you think, do you, which I, side do you think you would have taken? In a way, without being deliberate about it, I put myself in the shoes of Ethan Pratt. I would rather have been by myself on my farm, building my furniture, taking care of my wife, raising children, and stay out of all the political intrigue. I wouldn't have identified myself as a Whig or a Tory, but...